Hey there, welcome to the Evolve with Nadine podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Rodriguez. I'm here to help you evolve your mind so that you can live an amazing life. I'll be talking all things healing, manifesting, energy, spirituality, the subconscious mind, and more. It's a mixture between science and spirit to help you get into alignment with your true authentic self and raise your self-worth. I'm so happy you're here, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. Today, my guest is my friend and colleague, Nicole Guberman. She is a self-love and transformational coach with a background in opera performance and private vocal instruction. And today we're going to be talking about our voice and the power behind it. So welcome, Nicole. I'm so pumped you're here. I'm thrilled. Thank you so much, Nadine, for having me. Yes. So let's get right to it. The power of our voice. Um, I know you mentioned how our voices, you know, like we have such power as change makers and healers. And sometimes we're not aware of what exactly it is that we're our mind is projecting into the universe as entrepreneurs and and just even, you know, human beings. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I could talk about all things voice all day long. So um, to keep it in the context of entrepreneurship and leadership, I think it's so important to first know who we are as people you know, as individuals, as humans, and how we express ourselves, you know, um, on a daily basis, because that is going to transmute into how we express ourselves in the realm of business and interacting with others. And so it's so important to be congruent, to find that congruence within us, so that in any area of life, we are communicating from a place of center and power and ease and ownership. And as healers, I think it's even more important to have clarity and connection to that because we are the alchemists. We are the, you know, the people that act as a catalyst for other people's transformation. So if we don't know ourselves and we don't have awareness around how we're using our voice, then that can, you know, get in the way of the process or, you know, kind of hinder the experience in the moment. So it it first starts with us um, so that we can infuse that into the experience with a client. So that is something that's very important to me on a variety of levels you know, in, in the context of a session, but also, you know, we're, we're both hypnotherapists. And so when we make recordings and we are putting ourselves out there into the universe, how do we express ourselves and communicate in that same way where we're really sharing all of ourselves? We're not holding back. We're really feeling free to, you know, fully put ourselves on display to shine and give all of ourselves. Otherwise, you know, it becomes, 
kind of an interesting thing where we're holding part of ourselves back or, you know, whatever feelings we have about ourselves um, from an inner standpoint could potentially kind of leak through a performance. Right, so right. that's something that I would like to continue exploring with others in the healing space because, you know, everybody's got their own level of awareness or their own ability to hear and listen. And so some people might not pick up on that, but my ears as a, as a performer, as an opera singer, they're so tuned to listen to inflection and nuances of the voice that I realize it's become very important to me to help others unleash their voice and feel that freedom and that ease. Wow. And I love, I love that. all that. Yeah, no. And, and I mean, that's a, an amazing gift and skill right there because I mean, you can just, I'm assuming that you can listen to somebody speak and you can just already tell <laughs> how they're feeling pretty much based on I guess their tone or just, I, I don't know, I mean, to be honest, whatever, however it is that they're speaking, their tonal quality. Um, you totally I'm, nailed it. Yeah. And so often I have to turn off that listening sense because I mean, not in a negative way, but I have to say, okay, like we're just having a conversation right now and I'm going to put that, that, element aside and then I'll bring it up like hey what have you considered or let's talk about this for a moment because I don't want my own things to get in the way of the moment but yes that will kind of be running in the background kind of like a tape and I'm I'm internalizing that and just remembering things you know and and, ha and having um, taught for so many years that that part of me is just so present that I it really is something that brings me joy because I can always just bring it up in the moment and it adds a whole other layer to the experience for sure right um and I love how you said you know you're all about just having everybody um just come out and be themselves and just not hold back because this is something I still struggle with I'm not 100 percent I guess, open or transparent or full, fully myself, you know, in this space. Um, what are some techniques that you use to help your clients out with, I guess, fully embracing themselves? I love that question. Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to, before I dive into that, I want to say that this is a, a lifelong process, you know, we're, we're a work in progress always, you know, um, it's easy to get caught up in this, this kind of perfectionism or it needs to be a certain way or um, is it good enough? All these things that kind of lurk, <clears throat> excuse me, lurk under the surface. And so, um, you know, that's something to keep in mind and to be compassionate towards ourselves about. So as far as things to help, you know, uncover, unleash the voice, we, we could focus on a variety of things, but I think one of the main aspects is focusing on the breath, you know, how we breathe, how we use our body to breathe, and how the voice is related to it. So I might start with a, a series of breathing exercises. And, you know, breathing is such a, such a an important 
aspect to life, even outside of, you know, speaking and expressing ourselves as business owners, as entrepreneurs. So, you know, there's so many different ways you could approach it. Often I might work with people in regard to the way they inhale, the way they exhale, how they're coordinating the efficiency of air on their, you know, speaking on the breath, they're speaking on the air as we call it. So you might incorporate something like a hiss, doing something like or a lip trill, like get air flowing in an easy and efficient way. It's, it becomes really fun. It becomes a way of like having fun in the moment and just getting out of your head. You know, it's, it's, um, it's so easy to get caught up in your head and to help people get that out of the way or just clear that out of the way without even doing things like mindset work, I think is really important to remember that, that sense of playfulness. Yeah. I mean, just even <laughs> imagining doing it, I just want to laugh and I'm just, I guess I'm just pulled here into my body versus if I was in my mind, I'd just be like, nope, I'm here just making sounds and <laughs> right. Right. And silly. then it also becomes, yeah, it also becomes a little bit of mindset. Cause it's like, if somebody is struggling, you know, or having a challenge in the moment with actually just like making the lip troll sound, you know, some people call it like motorboating when you like blow your lips on a baby's <laughs> belly that's the same exact sound you know and 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 you don't think about that in the moment that you're just doing you know and, and then you can slide up on a pitch you know and and then it becomes just like you know getting dressed in the morning or brushing your teeth it's just it becomes automatic but yeah that that element of playfulness that transfers into mindset work like oh if if I can't if I feel like it's not working, what does that say about me? Nothing. It means, hey, I just got to practice this. It's This is something new that I'm learning. And I'm here for the moment. I'm here for the experience. And to trust yourself and know that eventually you'll figure it out. But there's really, like, I, I was having another conversation with a colleague of mine. Like, there's nothing to get. All you got to do is just do it in the moment. And know that when you trust your body and you you know have these loving feelings towards yourself that it's going to work and just having that inner knowing I think is so important right so I was just going to ask um the relationship with intuition does this kind of really open up the gates for intuition to kind of flood through so you're not really in your head you can kind of just have um whatever it is come through Totally. You hit that right on the nail on the head there. It, it, it totally relates to intuition and building that sense within you of, you know, what is my voice? What does my voice want to do? Um, what am I drawn to from a vocal standpoint? When we talk about artistry and, and you know, some people are really drawn to pop music. Some people are really drawn to classical music you know I specifically went into opera you know I've, I've taught pop and I've taught musical theater over the years but my heart and my soul responds to opera so it made sense for me to continue on that path that was my center and then as we continue growing as artists then we can venture off into another genre because we know what our center is 
So when I work with clients vocally, I always want to know, what do you love the most? And that's where we're going to start. We're not going to start with something challenging. (laughs) We want to start with what's easy. And I, I think that's so important that transfers to life. You know, why, why make something more challenging right off the bat? You know, we, we want to start from ease and, and simplicity, right? Mm-hmm, you want to keep exactly. it simple. Wouldn't life be so interesting if we all kept it simple? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then that builds momentum and then you just keep it going. Exactly. Yeah. From, from, from simplicity, you're absolutely right. Comes that momentum, that sense of, oh, the, the, the confidence that comes from simplicity you know, why, why make something more difficult? That's kind of like almost go, goes towards the idea of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Right. If we're doing something overly challenging or something that's not working and we don't change it, then it's like, wow, you're just going to keep going down this path of struggle. So sometimes it's worth taking the space to step back and say, all right, what's not working with whatever, with my presenting, with the way I perform on a daily basis. And, and that's also another thing. We could be performing on a stage or performing in front of a small group of people or on Zoom or whatever, but we're actually performing in our life every single day. That's a, that's a performance. Oh, I love that. Right. You're so right. And you know, we're going to perform differently every day. There's a lot of factors that go into daily performance. And something that's also become very important to me is teaching and coaching the concept of peak performance of who do I need to be or what do I need to do in order to be at my best level at, at my optimal level. So that makes life really rewarding, I think, when we are continuing to strive for that optimum place, that optimum life. Yeah. And you're also, I guess, you're more involved too in your life in in that performance versus, um, you know, when you're in your head and you're just like, oh, I got to get this done. Or you're just so focused on like that as the sex, success, 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 I can't even say it. Um, But, you know, when I, I feel like it's, I feel like everything you're saying right now is just related to creativity and, and, yes. and I'm sure there's so many people out there that are like, I'm not creative at all, but right. And based on what you're be- telling me, you are like everyone is. Yes. Everyone has innate creativity and it's up to us to tap into it or seek the support to find, to, to be able to tap into it. That's, that's so right that we all, even from you know, I, I know you do a lot of inner child work. We have that innate creativity as children. And then as we get older, somehow it starts to dissipate. It starts to kind of fade away because we have responsibilities of life. And then suddenly, if we're not being conscious about that aspect of creativity in our lives, it just kind of fades. It kind of fades into the background. And the idea of being creative, of being playful, of becoming present. You know, I think creativity uh, is unleashed through being present, of finding yourself in the present moment. And, and these days with technology and everything and, you know, this, this 
belief that I need to keep hustling and pushing and the next thing we we often forget to give ourselves the space to be present in the moment and what that really does for us you know going out into nature I, I know that's something you've really been enjoying is giving yourself giving yourself the space to really just be present with yourself outside and playing with children playing mm-hmm. with a dog I mean that's I think that's one of the reasons why I love dogs so much because it takes me back into that child place of just really enjoying the moment and and that sense of pleasure you know we always want to go back to pleasure why yeah. why go back to pain <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and yeah I mean I'm all about yeah going outside, even as cold as it is lately right now. I'm still out there just trying to take a walk and get some fresh air and be out in nature to just get myself grounded. But I love how you just mentioned it, like that whole hustle mentality. Um, I got caught up in it and I've been really pulling myself back just to be like, no, just chill. It's okay. (laughs) Right. It's almost, it it feels counterintuitive to be like, okay, I got to stop you know, uh, but at the, at the same time, it's, it's actually going to give you more, you know, that idea of less is more, or the, the disciplined pursuit of less. I just love that concept, because it's like, wow, what would happen if I just did less, you know, and, 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 you know, gave myself the space to stop the hustle you know the what's underneath the hustle is this is it a belief that it's not enough what I'm doing is not enough is it a belief that uh you know I don't know what I'm doing and so I just have to learn more or um you know uh there are women out there who are experts in what they do they have tons of training they've built up this life experience they've worked with many clients and yet it's like they, they feel like it's not enough that if I just got another certification or if I just did this and this, then I'll be ready, you know, but, but sometimes that, that's not the answer. It's who am I, who do I need to be to get what I want and allowing yourself to thrive, you know, without feeling like you need to do more. Right. right. Yes, exactly. Or even, right. Just having that belief in yourself that what you know is enough. <laughs> because, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What you know is enough. How you've lived your life is enough. And you're going to be able to help someone on their path in your, in your own special way. And that's enough. You're enough. And, uh, you know, it's it, society kind of ingrains this this belief that wait maybe it's not enough and we start to question ourselves and that questioning really needs to be explored it needs to be examined so that we figure out what are those beliefs that are getting in our way that could be cleared out much faster than you know spending years in therapy trying to figure it out there are other ways to release those as obviously as you know and I know Um, and and showing people the way that's much, that's, you know, much faster that change can happen in an instant. Right. Right. Exactly. You don't need weeks, years (laughs) or any of that to make it happen. 
not to knock not to knock therapy in any way you know oh right 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 um, no there are some shortcuts you can take right yeah and I I don't even know if I'd call it a shortcut it, it's um it's just a different route it's a different path and and I think it's also important to know when you're ready for that path some people need a little bit more time and then they decide okay well this hasn't worked and this hasn't worked and this hasn't worked so let's see if if this might work you know and, and having that sense of openness um, right. because sometimes we're just not ready for a different route it's like that saying um when the when the student is ready the teacher appears yeah i, exactly. I believe that's the saying sometimes we just know okay like now now's the time i'm ready and that's when you want to jump that's when you want to take that leap yes and that's so true i mean there have been so many instances when i've been presented with something and at that moment of i was just like nope and then months or years later it comes back again and i'm like wow this is so resonating right now <laughs> and it was exactly. like i was ready right it's it's that that element of timing that that comes into play <laughs> you know and and being okay with saying eh, i'm not ready you know being okay with it and exploring the feelings underneath that of well what's going on why why don't i feel ready or um you know what do i need right now in order to feel ready right we don't always have to dissect why it's not working if we just say okay this is not working what do i need to do and and decide the meaning around that right yes exactly what meaning are you giving it <laughs> yes well that's you know key to life mm -hmm. knowing how to manage your feelings and and then taking the necessary action to move forward exactly exactly so i have a question then so somebody who is a leader, whether they're an entrepreneur or, or, you know, they're just a leader in their, um, in their field, if they're facing some resistance, and I know you said do like the whole breath and like, um, the bubbles, I think it was oh, the, yeah, the lip, <laughs> the love trail. Yeah. Um, but they still can't get out of their head. What would you, um, or maybe they're not even just in the resistance in that moment. They're just, they really want to have a presentation or they want to lead a group or do something, but they have resistance. What would you, how would you help them navigate through that so that they can, you know, use their voice to be the leader that they want to be? Oh, I love that question. Yeah. Resistance. It's, it's there in life. Um, and before I dive into that, I just want to mention a book that I love. It's called the war of art by Stephen Ooh, Pressfield. Yes, that is a and great book. <laughs> have you read that? Yeah, I have oh multiple God. times. <laughs> yeah, it's it just hits you so deeply and you're like, oh, like if there's anything that could, you know, spring me into action, it's that book, you know, because he just he just throws it right in your face. Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I read <laughs> it and I was like, he's talking. He wrote this just for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I just you know, he talks about resistance. If there's any kind of entrepreneurial journey ahead of you or artistic journey ahead of you, um, how to address that resistance. But for me, you know, it's, it comes down to a variety of things. One would be 
kind of uncovering what's going on underneath that resistance. Uh, is there a negative emotion or limiting belief that's stopping you from taking action? Uh, you know, is it things that people have said to you over the years that have suddenly become a voice that you're listening to? And what is that voice? Whose voice is that? You know, and, and ad first addressing the root cause of the issue. And then we would go, um, we would venture into energy work of how are you, you know, tapping into your sense of assertiveness or your aggression? What's your relationship to aggression? Which sounds really interesting. And, and that's something I had to work on even myself, in, you know, from the lens of APA, that we're, we, we are, in a nutshell, screaming beautifully. And if you're not used to being loud, it, it's a really kind of, uh, it seems at the, at the beginning, a daunting process of, well, first I have to get used to being loud. And then how do I do that beautifully? You know, and that's a process. So when it comes to, you know, putting yourself on display in the context of entrepreneurship, we have to learn how to be okay with being loud what is our definition of loud for us, you know, as individuals? Because that means something different to everyone. When we are giving a presentation, what are the old beliefs, or the old programming that's affected the way we use our voice? You know, yes. let's, say, let's say we had um, a, a, a family member that whether they were aware of it or not, they were incredibly shaming, you know, uh, over the years, I've had voice students, you know, from the from the standpoint of performing, I've had voice students where they'd say, oh, um, you know, my mother told me that uh, to stop singing, just like stop, stop singing, um, either because they didn't like the singing or they were being loud or whatever. And so then the student ends up feeling like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Why, why, why am I being told to stop singing? Um, and so that experience then lives inside of them and they, they start to have this belief about themselves like, oh, I shouldn't be loud. Oh, I shouldn't make sound. And then they become in some way meek and mild or timid. And then it's up to them to realize that, oh, I, I, it would be good for me to address my voice. Um, and how do I go about that? And so I, it's so important that when you're doing vocal work that the teacher, the coach, the practitioner has a deep understanding of how the mind works and how the mind is connected to the voice, you know, how the mind is connected to the voice, is connected to the body. It's all related. So, you know, if you go and do a speaker training, let's say you're signing up for a speaker training, and you're learning the structure of a presentation or you're doing Toastmasters or whatever, that's, all, that's great and that's fine and great, but there's deeper elements going on underneath the surface that relate to these mindset challenges of, well, wait a minute, if I'm having anxiety about giving a presentation and I, I wanna get over that anxiety, there's more than one thing going on, you know? And so I was talking about earlier, I just love being that catalyst, being that alchemist or being that magician. You know, when you think about archetypes, 
when I, the concept of magician, of what the magician does or how the magician plays a role in transformational change, um, I, just, I just love being that person, of playing that role. You know, it's a very important role to me. And uh, I think it makes me different. It makes me unusual. That's something special about me in the way that I approach mindset coaching and transformational change and really helping others to become their authentic selves. It's so much more than we think it is. And yet it can also be simple. You know, you can have both things going on. You know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. And uh, I just, I just love that so much. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I mean, what, what you do is incredible. And I'm sure all your clients are just having, they love you as a coach because you're oh, that's so sweet of you to like, say. You're just a, incredible. Like, I just, I oh, love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, I just love seeing the smile and like the joy on a client's face when they've realized that they can do something that they thought they couldn't do. It's like, of course you can. Who, who, well, why, you know, of course you can. And, and they, that just creates so much momentum and confidence and this, this feeling of, you know, success and ownership that this is just the very beginning. What else is available to me or what else do I have inside that hasn't been explored? And then it's like, the sky's the limit. And uh, that's, I just love that. I just love that. I, I love this field and it's such an amazing field uh in so many ways um yeah all <laughs> right creating change and helping people yeah. just create what they want to create right. yeah it's creating what they want yeah exactly yes and, and, yeah. wow well nicole thank you so much for being here this is such a pleasure speaking with you i've learned so much i'm already i mean i think my main takeaway it was a quote that you said, it was just, what's your, or a question was, what's your relationship with aggression? And I'm, I, I've been really pondering that. I'm like, wow, that's actually a question I've never answered. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, I, uh, yeah. I'd love to talk about that more, just the two of us. Uh, but yeah, that that's, I just, you know, scratched the surface with that, but yeah. What's the relation, what's, what's your relationship to aggression? And, um, you know, it's so important. It's yeah, like, totally. I'm just like, huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do some writing about that, right? Do, mm -hmm. do some writing and, 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 you know, explore, you know, how do I feel about being angry? You know, do I feel, do I like being angry or uh, is it weird for me to, to feel angry or what, what's going on there? Um, did someone not allow me to express my anger? And what was that about? you know, and, and uh, yeah, so that's really crucial to my work. And it's uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> really. It's okay to be angry about things. And it, it really comes down to, you know, um, do we have to take out our anger on others? Or are there other productive ways to express anger? And, and yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting topic, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> Thank so. you so much for having me. I, this was awesome. And um, I can't wait to continue 
you know, working together and, and learning from each other. And, and the, the things that you're doing are just so amazing. And, and you know, I, I look up to you in so many ways. So keep doing oh, what you're doing. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And everyone, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please feel free to subscribe and leave me a review. I would really appreciate that. So until next time.